0: to do is we're going to hear from um, some leadership, um, from the leadership team, um, some of their experience um, in terms of um, dating or being married for some of them or being married for a long time um, from some others, and, and just a couple little tidbits of wisdom. Um, they've been married the longest, that's true. Phil and Margaret, Karen's parents are here. For Thanksgiving, how many years? Sixty-six. It's a long time, and counting. Sixty-six and counting. Um, so, so hopefully, well, something tonight will 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 be something for you to to be able to grasp a hold of. So tonight, um, different leadership are going to share just from their experience, um, and then give a, a couple things that um, they've learned, um, and that hopefully they can teach you and um, impart to you as well, wherever you're at um, in, in the season of life. Um, and then next week, um, the same people, and, and maybe a couple more, we'll see, will be up front and there will be a time for Q&A and just some question and answers. Um, everyone has questions. Everyone's, in, in again, in different places, and, and we will um, spend some time searching that out together in an um, important aspect of life. Um, there's many important aspects. It's not necessarily the most important, but it's an important one, and it's often on people's minds. Sound good? Yeah. Does that sound fun? Yeah. So even tonight, as people um, are up here sharing, um, again, we won't do um, questions right now, but you can start thinking about it and be like, oh, I wonder how that worked out for them, or I wonder what they you know, would do in this situation or, or something like that. Um, and you can take that for next week, um, and we'll have a way for you to ask questions um, What's the word when people don't know who asks it? Anonymously. Yeah. And, And different things. So we'll have that available next week. So first up, we're going to have a married couple come share. And an expecting couple. So if Andy and Katie can come. You're expecting other things, you know. Good things, right? Um, so, Andy and Katie, you guys can come on up. Let's give them a round of applause.
1: Cool. So, so yeah, we'll share a bit about. Um, I think we'll share a bit about our testimony, and then kind of a couple thoughts, a couple of things we gleaned or gleaned as we were in the process of dating. So. Um, I was thinking the other day of how, I I feel like it's been, well, it's been, I guess, three years since we were actually dating, and so I was thinking, like, I feel like I have a lot fewer thoughts on this topic now than I did three years ago, so, so I guess the ones that stuck with me, that means that they were good ones, I guess, so you get the keepers, and you don't have to to, uh, wade through all the ones that, that have lost their relevance since then. Um, so I guess... I'll share testimony real quick for how kind of how we came together real quick, um, from my perspective and then Katie can add on. But, um, so I guess kind of coming out of college kind of, it was a season of really, um, just, yeah, really encountering the Lord in a fresh way. And so, um, I kind of basically, I kind of came to a place where I decided I didn't, I wanted to be single and serve the Lord and and that if I really want to love Jesus, if I really want to serve the Lord, I have to be single. That was kind of what I was thinking. Um, so I, that was I was kind of like, all right, I'm gonna be single for Jesus, and and so I, I mean, I I like girls and I want to date a girl, but I want to be like, I want to be hardcore and I want to serve the Lord. And so I kind of I I uh, yeah, hardcore. Um, so that was kind of where I was at. And then there was so, so I was there, and then there was a, a guy I really respected as someone who really. I respected as really, really serving the Lord and really um, being committed. And he was interested in marriage. And so because he was, then I thought, well, if he is, then maybe I can consider this a bit. Um, Clint Wilson, for anyone interested in. So um, anyways, so that was probably like the fall of 2009-ish, somewhere in there, um, somewhere in there. And so I kind of began to consider it some, and then I was up at, we're doing, I think we are doing pre-service prayer or something after maybe it was after the service upstairs and I looked over across the room and I saw someone it was Paul Anderson no it was it was Katie it was Katie and so long story short that was you hon so So, yeah, so uh, I saw Katie, and for me, it was about a year and a half process where I just prayed about it, and part of that, I think, was because I, like, I wanted to get it right. I was like, is this really you, Jesus? Can I really love you wholeheartedly and be married? That was a question I had. Um, Is this the right person? Um, I was probably just afraid was part of it, and so for a year and a half, I, like, didn't talk to Katie at all, probably, (laughs) like, maybe, I don't know, a handful of times, but I, I, I had very little communication with Katie. And so um, prayed about for a year and a half and then finally kinda decided to go forward with it. Asked her out, kinda out of the blue. She said yes, and we dated and we dated for I don't know, a few months and we got married. The whole process from dating to marriage was like a little under a year maybe, somewhere in there. But so that's kind of our testimony. I think when I tell it, I tell the brief version. When Katie tells it, it gets she we get all the details if Katie tells it. When I tell it you don't get the details. So Anyways, but, um, a couple of the main takeaways for me, I think a couple of the big things that were really, um, encouraging to me were one of the, the biggest ones, just being the fact that, that Jesus is a good shepherd and he's a better, so here's the phrase is he's a better leader than we are follower. Like it's not your job to figure everything out perfectly. And if you wait until you feel like you have a word from the Lord saying, this is the person and you're hundred percent sure that's it. And you have no questions in your mind, you may never get there, um, So that was a big thing for me, just coming to the place where I said, Jesus, I'm a sheep, you're a shepherd, it's it's the shepherd's job to keep me on track. I feel good about this, i prayed about it, it seems like a good thing. I don't know for sure, but it seems good, so I'm going to go forward with it and trust you to lead me. And so that was a big thing, kind of in terms of the should I do this, is this right, is just saying, I'm going to pray about it and ask you to to lead it, but but I'm going to trust you to be in the shepherd. I'm trusting you to lead me, keep me on track. I'm not going to trust my own ability to figure it all out. So, that was helpful for me because I probably wanted to figure it all out and get everything. So, um, so that was a big one. And then another one is, I mean, I was, I, was av- I was afraid. So, if you're afraid, it's not unusual. I don't know if I enjoyed, like, a date with us for, like, until we were engaged. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I enjoyed the dates. I shouldn't, say, I shouldn't say I didn't enjoy. I should say I was probably afraid going into dates, like, almost till. I don't know, close to we were engaged. So if you're afraid, that's okay. It's not normal. I mean, it, it is normal. <laughs> if you're afraid, it's okay. Don't feel like you're, you're abnormal you're weird. That's legit. It's okay. I'm just saying um, seek to, to fix your eyes on the Father's love for you and focus on who you are to him, your identity in him and his love for you. So, so that's it. Do you want to add anything? Okay. It's the
2: detailed version. I won't go into too many details. I'm Katie, Andy's husband, or wife. (laughs) I am the other (laughs) half, his wife. And um, just something that off of what Andy said about how he, when he saw me, he prayed for like a year and a half. And some of you might think like, wow, that's a really long time. Or like, man, that was a waste of time. You should have just like gone after her or whatever. And um, I was just thinking even just now, as he was sharing that with you, how, um, God's timing is so perfect. Cause I, if he would have like pursued me, like, and right when he saw me, I wouldn't have been ready. And I so wasn't at that point yet. I was like so caught up in other things and just, you know, with what God was doing in my life and with school and I just wasn't ready for a relationship. And so, um, and so I think it's really awesome just how if you trust the Lord with his timing it's just so good because like and Andy did that he waited and it was God's timing that he waited a year and a half because then when that happened I was ready and so um so that may be a, an encouragement to some of you to just trust in God's timing like even if you're not sure if you don't think that it is right or whatever like you know something might happen differently than how you expected it and so yeah so God's timing but Um, The thing that I just wanted to share was that, like, I mean, whether whether you're single or dating or engaged or married, um, whatever season of life you're in or whatever season of life you will be in, our purpose on this earth is to serve and glorify God and. Mm So whatever, you know, whatever you're doing, whether you're single or in school or studying or whatever, like, you want to be glorifying and honoring God in your studies. Um, If you're in a relationship, you want to honor God in your relationship. And, um, And so, like, as you move and progress, like into engagement and potentially marriage, like that's what you'll want to be doing and what you um, want to be doing and glorifying God. And so if you are if you find somebody, like look for that. Like are you glorifying God and does it look that way to other people from the outside? Um, and so to have that in mind as you're going forward with relationships.
1: And I want to add one one qualifier to what I said. So I, I prayed about it for a year and a half, but I, that's not like the right way to do it. Like it's not like if you if you have to pray for it for a year and a half and do some crazy thing like that's that's what I did I think there's probably two ditches one is maybe going too fast I mean it is it is lifelong thing it's 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 marriage like it's it's for life and so um, like do put some thought into it but at the same time the other ditches to go real slow and, and feel like you have to have everything figured out a hundred percent before you even start down the path and so depending on which area which, which of those things you feel more prone towards just kind of a self-check and say, am I more prone to going too fast or to getting everything perfect and then maybe adjust accordingly. So, yeah. That's it. Jenny, you're next.
3: Hello. All right, well, my name is Jenny, and you'll have to forgive me. I don't love speaking in front of people, but I asked to come up here tonight because... I wanted to represent the relationship status of being single. Um, I I have a heart, especially for for females who are single and maybe don't want to be. And a little bit about me, I'm 28, and I spent the majority of my adult life being single. And I know what it's like. I know the ups and the downs of being in a relationship and then having an end. And I know what it's like to watch my friends kind of disappear, find find people and um, get married and have kids. I've been in seven weddings, and I am now planning my fifth um, baby shower. And so I know what it's like. And I just wanted to offer a little bit of encouragement for, for you guys who are single. And one thing that I've noticed just in my own thoughts and with talking to some of my friends is it's really easy to think, gosh, if only... X, Y, and Z. My life would be better if only I was in a relationship. I'd be happier. I'd be less lonely. I'd be able to really chase after God. I'd be able to do this or that. Or when you're in a relationship, gosh, if only I was engaged. I'd not be nervous to go on a date. Or I'd have that commitment. I'd be I'd be happier. Or when you're engaged, gosh, if we were married, these, you know. I wouldn't have to worry about the the physical aspect to be easier, or you know, there's always something to think. If only, and I just wanted to encourage you. There are so many gifts in each season um, that you might not get in other seasons, and it's okay to hope for something and pray for something, but don't forget to live in where you're where you are. And um, just a couple little tidbits about being single, because I can speak to that is. You know, in this time, I haven't regretted it because I've been able to get an education and um, really focus on my career and develop that and invest in relationships with my family and my friends that I wouldn't have been able to if I was married and um, really fall in love with God. And it doesn't mean when you're, when you're married, that doesn't mean you can't focus on those things. I think it's in a different way um, maybe. Um, so, you know, that's a prayer of, of mine um, and now I, I am in a relationship, so now it's kind of the other way. Gosh, I wish I had more time. So, so just really, it's a prayer of mine. God, please show me how can I live the best way now. Um, and I would encourage you guys in that. And the other little tidbit that I have for you is rejoice in others. It's it's easy to look on Facebook and see, okay, they're married, or they're having a baby, or they're they're living this perfect life, and it can be hard to rejoice with them. And I would just say rejoice. You know, it's just such a blessing to go through that with other people um, and, and pray for people. I have a list, maybe this is weird, but I have a list very long of people that I pray for for relationships. Uh, always people who want to be. I don't just like stealthily pray for people who don't want to be in a relationship, but I know a lot of people who that's a desire of their heart and, and that might be something you think about doing if you're single or, or, or at any stage. Pr- pray for that. Um, and a little bit of an update. Well, I guess another thing is is just trust in the Lord, and that's something I've learned in this time, in times when I've re- I've been in a relationship that has ended, and I thought, gosh, why? And and it's always come down to, God, I, I trust you. And now I'm in a relationship with this great guy um, who I really like. My family loves him, and, and I like his friend. You know, it's going really well, and I'd like to say, ah, this is, you know, I'd like to be with him, but I don't know. And that's okay because God knows. He, I don't have to know the end of the story, but he does. And so it just helps to be able to say, God, I trust you. I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I'm not going to be scared because I just get to follow God's lead in this. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's the little nuggets that I have to offer yeah, you guys. You're right. You're right. Yeah.
4: And I'll piggyback off of that too, like go being single. So, I, I mean, I've, I've dated a little bit in the past and so um, good things and bad things happen out of it too. You know, like was in a relationship for like a few months just a little bit ago. And just the, the feedback that I want to give to people is um, it's so good to just be friends and get to know someone of the opposite gender. That's totally okay. I think we get in a culture of rushing, oh, so maybe marriage, right? Right? What do you think? What do you think? And it's like, dude, let's just relax and just become friends and let it progress in a slow manner because I just see that happen so much. I mean, yeah, we ultimately want marriage for sure, but at the end of the day, it's totally okay and just going slow with with the opposite gender and just getting to know them, you know, so then that you don't develop that hurt. And then when you do end up in a relationship, like this is speaking to me, of just, I don't want to go fast. I want to get to know you on a friendship level and, yeah, maybe share our dreams and passions and stuff, but that's just... Uh, tame it down a little bit or something you know like it's just that's what i've kind of been given and then just in the moments of the hurt that maybe have taken place of my past relationships it's just that god is god is reminding me that he is a healer and he he is faithful and ultimately he's alpha and omega he knows the beginning and the end and he knows every detail of our life like he knows us i've been reading and Jeremiah 1 just says, He knows us. He knows us so well. Before I created you, I knew you in your mother's womb. I just, I know you and He knows what we want. He knows who we, who He, um, wants us to be with and all that kind of stuff. And so I just recommend and just, just stick with like knowing that God is faithful and yeah, maybe go on dates. Cool. But just be careful in the communication aspect of it. Or if you are in a dating relationship, be careful with the intensity of how you're going with it. Cause, you know, that that could be maybe somebody else's future person, not yours, I don't know but just keep that guard up and make sure you know like how you're communicating well and so that's just what I'm taking away from these past relationships that, that happened to me, it's just like you know God, yeah it kind of stunk going through it and being intensely sad and weeping for a few days but in the end of the day it's like I can overcome and um, I can give feedback to other people on how to overcome hurt or whatever and how to not go through it in an way but know that like hey just communicate a little more slowly and maybe not share so deep right away so yeah I'm excited for the future of everybody else here Of oh, you got good people in store or God has a good person in store for you so amen
0: you guys want to hear a couple more yes. All right. another song it, L is for the way you look at me, O is for the. Th- I started that really low. Okay, we're done. Thanks. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share quick. Thanks, Levi. Um, I'll share, and then we'll have Paul and, and Karen come up and share, um, and then we'll just turn into some, some ministry time. Um, so a lot of good things. Everyone kind of said a lot of things I wanted to say. Um, but, um, I've been, I've been in a couple, um, serious relationships in my life, um, long-term ones, and, and I've related in them, um, in some ways well, and in some ways not so well. And, and maybe you've, you've had that in your life too, where you've had, you know, a past relationship where you didn't relate in a very healthy way. Um, and that, you know, changes your expectation or, or what you feel, um, worthy of or whatever. And, and I, and I understand that, um, um and the ups and downs of, of of doing those things. Right now, I'm dating Shatera. She's sitting down here. She's awesome. <laughs> now she's embarrassed, but um and and in our really, we've been dating for a couple months and um we've had better communication and a better spiritual connection than you know I've ever had um you know with a girl and it's just been been really fun. So if you haven't um, met her yet, you can meet her later. She's pretty cool. Um and and I would I would second you know. A number of different things that, that people have said. Um, one, singleness is fun. Amen. Do you know that there's a, a scripture that talks about um, that it's possible to love your, your mother and father, your kids, your wife, like in an unhealthy way? It says, if you love them more than me, you know, God says. Um, and, and it's really when we're engaged with them to a place where there are ultimate fulfillment. Um, and, and I don't know if you've, you've been there, maybe you're there now, um, but there is a way to, to view relationships in general, any relationships that we have as our ultimate fulfillment and satisfaction um, in life. And when they're put in their proper place, they're extremely rewarding, extremely fulfilling, um, but it's in the context of fullness and wholeness um, and our union and understanding of, of who God is and what he's done for us. Um, I'd also like to—so singleness is— is is awesome. It's it's really fun. Just like Jenny was saying, there's a lot of freedoms and, and a lot of um, opportunities that you have. Like I've had opportunities to connect with um, family, um, even extended family, in ways that um, I wouldn't if I was married right now, or um, with friends and and trips I've been able to take um, and things that I can do spontaneously whenever I want. Um, because and and so take advantage of that. Um, you're okay. You know, get get solidified in the Lord. Grasp it as an adventure. Live in the moment. Um, it's totally worth it. Um, another thing that, that I've learned um, is, is learning to establish connection and relate well, um, not out of fear of doing bad, but out of a desire to have healthy, strong, good connection. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Not to relate out of fear of doing what's bad, but out of a desire to do what's good, because what's good is ultimately good, you know, and it's better, and, and when we're, when we're functioning, when we're living and relating in freedom, it means I'm not, I'm not relating out of unfulfillment or insecurity or anxiety, you know, where I'm just grasping for any affection I can, um, you know, where I'm feeling like, you know, oh, I really need this from this person, otherwise I won't be fulfilled, but I'm I'm understanding um, and purposefully engaging um, because of the goodness um, of what connection and um, relationship can bring. Amen to that. That's awesome. And the other thing, this is. the other, I'll, I'll second it again. Someone else said, "This." Everyone has to listen. This is just so deep. I'm being a little sarcastic, but you're dating because you don't know if you're going to get married. In the Christian world, and I really think it's pretty, pretty much only the Christian world, there is so much pressure on having it figured out before you figure it out. Yeah. Part of it's fear, just because you don't want to have to, you know, you're relating with someone, you're like, oh, wow, they're so different, and then you try to compensate for a disconnect, or you try to compensate um, for, for things that you don't understand yet, and so you try to feel more connected, than you actually are, and you try to be more confident in the conclusion of your relationship than you actually should be. And so, one take very seriously how you decide to relate, and and how you decide. Like this is how I'm going to navigate myself. But don't take your relationship too seriously. Take it take it seriously when you should, but have some fun. Get to know you know each other. Go out with you know people and um, do some crazy things. Um, seek for for understanding. Um, and for um, you know, good connection above control, um, and um, and trying to just you know be comfortable all the time. So now we'll hear from the veterans. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's that's an that's another thing that I've learned um, a lot about over the years. Makes me sound old. And is the is the importance of including other people um, in the relationship process, and um, and not just accountability in terms of like you know messing up or going too far or whatever, but accountability to do things well. Um, And like my roommates and I will will talk, we'll call each other when it gets late. Um, You know, we'll text each other and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Um, You know. I'll, I'll tell them you know we'll just share and we'll talk and we'll engage and we'll and we'll press and and because um we're committed we we do want to see each other um live the best way that we can um and we and we you know pick each other up when things don't go very well and we encourage one another and so that um you know i've done you know relationship outside of connection with people and it's not all that good and um and especially you know when you're when you're dating um your your deepest connections should be with someone else, um, and and not that person, and and so make sure that you have that, and if you don't, then reprioritize um, and get those in line. Good.
5: Really good. All these are good.
6: I'm saying need it's now nee. nee. Beautiful songs, a lot of beautiful songs about what love oh, oh. and this color represents Warning. Warning. Very good. Stop. Just what I was thinking. <laughs> I love visual aids. In fact, I, I love that turtle. I was going to bring the, the well, you mentioned it at least. You mentioned slower, like a turtle, and th- th- those are some of my favorite animals. That was not part of my little talk, but uh, because you know they, they just make you think a little. When your thoughts, especially as women, sometimes we think really quickly, and we just and our thoughts just kind of. Whoa, what if, and oh, wouldn't yes, yeah, yeah, some of you touched on that. And it's good to just slow down. Okay. And, uh, you know, even some of these love songs are just, how can you help but just kind of get in the mood of romance and what it would be like. So I brought this heart down because, you know, if you'd hold it, it's a little bit um, pokey in some parts, and things happen in our hearts where, ouch, you know, oh, that that just didn't feel good. You know, we're talking about relationships, and somehow the Lord, you know, brings healing and makes it softer, even though we experience that. And for us girls, and you know, there we have flowers growing around our hearts, because what is a rose that? has been crushed but a good fragrance a wonderful fragrance to the Lord so he uses everything maybe the guys have vines growing on their hearts I don't know but so nice uh, healing healed hearts that, that, yes it's supposed to be a compliment and you know single or married I love what you all said so far Uh, Single or married, what are we having in this world? What the Lord says, we're going to have troubles while you are in this world. So we want to learn how to go through this life with the Lord. And where is your heart? Where is your heart? That's what I love about this symbol. Our heart, first of all, and most of all, belongs to the Lord. He's the one that created us. And I was so thankful for my mom and dad, who are here, 90 and 89. Who, Mom and dad, you taught me this from way back. Come up up here a second. I want you to sing that every day with Jesus. I would hear this song from years ago, from when they were... (laughs) My dad probably wants to play it on his clarinet. But, um, you know, you two, what you did for me and for my siblings, and now we have been, we've learned it and also taught it to our own children, is the foundation, the foundation of loving the Lord first. Loving the Lord first and creating habits. We've seen them read the word first thing in the morning and love the Lord by forgiving each other we've learned that mm-hmm. that that's one of the most important things and you love the word God's word mm. and I I uh, you know started a habit from way back where I love the psalms and reading a psalm or, or a proverb a day besides other scripture was like your daily vitamin you know they used to have that advertised somewhere. Daily vitamin. Um, from James 4, you know, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You gave us scriptures like this. We we read it together as a family. And then the Psalm um, 132, I will give no sleep to my eyes or a slumber to my eyelids. So I think that means, you know, just don't, mm-hmm. just think whatever mm-hmm. until I find a place In my heart for the Lord. Uh, So who am I? You know, yes, a member of the Ludio family was married to Pauls and Anderson. But who are we but children of the Lord? Mm -hmm. Children of the Lord is you know, we are there's a song called I am a child of the king is what I am. Well, if we are children of the king then how are you to act? But to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're walking with me. You've given me the holy spirit and you introduced him uh to me too. So um yes, we're going to <laughs> sing right now. I just wanted to make sure I finished all my whatever it was I was going to say. <laughs> was basically that every day with Jesus. I thought if you sang that and just said, well, how, how did you get along all these years, can you tell about the forgiveness part? You didn't tell us we were going to be up here. No, I just told <laughs> you just now. Every day with Jesus. Sing that, the, uh, every day with Jesus. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. Every, every day, day
7: with, with Jesus is sweeter than, than the day before. before. Every day with Jesus I love him more and more and more and more and more (laughs) Jesus Jesus saves and and keeps me me. and And he's he's the one I'm I'm waiting waiting for Every day with Jesus is sweeter sweeter than than the day
6: and what what else what happens when you have an argument what happens? yeah what happened what, what what how would you get you know i mean that's an important thing in all families what do you do when you don't agree together i mean you're not yeah does anybody ever argue about anything you
5: fight.
6: and how <laughs> How do you fight?
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> the, I, well, that's one reason you you sang a lot together. I think that was one key, yeah. but that the, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you would always kiss and make up. Okay, that was the answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Learning to forget. Well, it was yeah. the most painful thing in the world to us if we didn't agree. I think that's important, too, yeah. that you uh, can't get along all by yourselves. <clears throat> if you can, then your marriage does break up. But if you know that that's the most painful thing, that you're not together, then you do something about it, yeah. and there's no place to go except to the Lord if you if you know the Lord, and, and, and he's the, he is the one that brings us back together again. Yeah. He's the one that does it we can't, but he can he can do everything wonderfully
7: i and I think that uh to be honest about it i think it it takes um, an a, an attitude of saying "Good night, I guess I've got to be honest with myself. What is this all about mm mm-hmm, mhm and, and and go honestly before the Lord.
6: Yeah, yeah.
7: Lord, I I'm, I'm mixed up. Yeah. I I got a mess
6: here. Yeah.
7: Mm-hmm. What yeah. do I do?
6: Yeah. What's happening with my heart?
7: I mean, not until you you pardon me hit the pavement yourself.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: I, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, you're not ready for, for 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 it. No. No. But once you do that, wow. Well, hey the lord's in charge, and he knows how to how to straighten it out and 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 make good use of the thing, yeah, get this guy humbled enough yeah, yeah. to do that with his wife, oh. and maybe he's going to do it with with people around him.
6: Yes, well, you showed us this growing up that you know you were able to say, "I'm sorry, will you forgive me?" Yeah. Uh, that was a real key uh for me when I was growing up, knowing that this is what i've got to learn to do, not only. With you, with the, my siblings and with my husband, and also, good, uh, also I uh, the last point that I had uh, forgotten to um, read here s- say was, as a single person, and you encouraged me too when I when I thought, well, Lord, do you know who I am, where I am? you know I'm way over here in Japan, for instance, there were missionaries in Japan, <laughs> and when I'd come back here then and say, well, Lord." do you realize uh you know where i've been and what kind of life i've had and how in the world are you going to find somebody for me and and but you always said have patience and wait for the lord because he'll give you the best person at the right time and the and if you are to be married the the thought i always carried was together better to serve the lord or single so yes what everyone said so far uh, until you learn those the foundational principles of just good habits of just going to the word going to the Lord going to the Holy Spirit as you all did Jesus alone first. Thank you. yes if you're satisfied with Jesus first of all yeah. don't look to your husband or your mate to satisfy your longings look yeah. to Jesus yeah. and then together you will be satisfied yep. Hallelujah. amen, yes. amen. Paul has the practical...
5: <laughs>
6: okay, Paul had a wonderful, pl- uh, whole list of detailed, practical steps here. But I now say he's saying you say that.
5: Uh, just to say it real fast.
6: Okay, uh, the Holy Spirit did did speak to me in college and uh, told me I should go out to California, and one reason was because I was writing to his best friend, who said, I am now going to be working with Paul Anderson, and he is a person that I've been looking forward to working with, okay? So, one thing that I did, and you don't remember this, maybe, but Luther would write and say, I am memorizing such and such with Paul Anderson, so then when I was at Augsburg, I'd be memorizing the same scripture. And then when I came back, or came, let me see, where am I? Minnesota. When I went out to California, the first person I met was Paul. But it wasn't the timing. God had us wait for a while. And uh, for, let me see, how long? Several years. Two years?
5: Yeah. And you you came out because Luther was interested in you, and that stopped. By the time she got out there, her heart was crushed, and so she's wondering, should I go back to Minnesota? Should I stay here? She went for prayer. We had a ministry of prayer with prophetic words. And a, a guy that didn't know the situation, one of the elders, what did he say? Well, I wanted
6: to say, too, with that story, that I guarded my heart. And this is what everyone's been saying here is guard your heart. Don't let your mind wander and think, well, what if, what if. I didn't do that. But. See, our hearts are so tender, and some of us don't even admit it. I wasn't admitting it, that I was like basically shocked. What? Lord, I thought you I thought this was the person, and and we were very careful. We were just, you know, here he's tol- talking about Paul anderson and and but as I went up for a prayer for communion at a communion afternoon communion yeah. service, I hadn't said anything. The Lord spoke very clearly. Uh, this is, I was thinking of just leaving then, and nope, this is a place you should, you should stay.
5: The elder said that. Uh-huh. You
6: you need to stay it. here, and I thought, well, I didn't say anything about going, but okay, thank you, Lord. So specific words, and of course, spoken the word to, uh, I'm, I'm enough for you right now, come, draw close to me, and uh, I, Never felt so close to the Lord um as that moment in the moment of your pain we've all heard this before, haven't we that that God is uh, so close to you, it will surprise you you know if you haven't gone through the pain and we've heard many people say this you know you are either going through the pain you already have or you're going to go through pain in this world you'll have troubles, yeah. but the Lord has overcome them, and so with the Holy Spirit we can Go through life, and of course, the Lord surprised me, got me out to California. Uh, well, to eventually be with you—that's a whole long story. Do we want, Katie? Do we want the detailed way, or uh, no? I guess. <laughs> detailed story is for. I think
5: know. some night you should share the story, though. Okay. Yeah. So it came up about what uh, if you shouldn't go to bed angry. F- angry. So stay up and fight. <laughs> you may have a question, am I called to be married? Are some called to be single and some called to be married? You may be worried, am I called to be single? Here's my theology. If you want to get married, you're called to be married. If you're, if you're called to be single, you know it and you're ready to, to do it and you'll, you'll be able to do it. But uh, I think there's some people that stay single that are called to be married and, and uh, uh, are, are trying to be spiritual. If you want to be married, you're, you're called to be married. And you should look to the Lord and, and trust Him. I'm just going to give a few uh, practical things of what we did as we. Uh, I was 30 years old, and my mentor. He said to me, it's time for you to get married. I was, I was fulfilled as a single person, but I wanted to be married. I, hadn't, I didn't think about it much. And that says something to me. She was uh, serving in a wonderful way, and I was serving in the church. And there are a couple guys that I uh, wanted to pray for tonight. Brock, this is his last night here. He's a single guy, and he's going to Mozambique. He's going to take up residence there, and uh, I want us to pray for him, and Jess is here. Jess has a new book, his second book that he's written. Jess is, is single. Now, I'm simply saying that they're, they're, they're doing what God's calling them to do as single people. That could change in a week, in a month, in a year, in a decade, but uh, would, uh, Jess, do you have copies of your book? Or are you going to bring those next week, or... Next week, and what's the name of it? Into the Heart of the Judge. It it really looks intriguing. I looked at the the table of context and that really looks like an intriguing book. Something that we we need to know about about Jesus the Judge. So uh, you'll bring those next week, and and you won't be here next week because you're leaving Sunday for Mozambique. Let's let's stop and pray for uh, Brock. Just put the stop the tape there, Eric, and. Uh, stand up Brock why don't you just come up come up uh, here in our relationship we consulted with mature people a lot of people think that when you uh, have a a relationship it's between you two it is not between you two we made ours public we talked to other people we talked to parents we talked to I talked to elders I talked to the pastor talked to my mentor I wanted help because I was new at this and so don't feel like this should be a private thing between the two of you. That's why we invite couples to come and consult with us because we've been there. We've, we've walked that road before. Second thing is I talked with her about how I wanted to express my love and how I wouldn't express my love. And uh, got specific. I said, this is what I won't do. This is what I will do. Why? Because the physical dimension derails more relationships than anything else, right? It, it, it derails it. it. It takes us off center. It throws us off balance. Because there is in, our, in us the urge to merge. And there's that longing to be one, to be complete. I had to ask Grandpa first. I did, too. I asked him when I was running a marathon, in the, in the middle of the marathon, I asked him if I could marry his daughter because that was the first time I'd seen him. And uh, <laughs> that's another story. But I told Karen, there, there's, there's more that I wanted to do than what I would do and that I would, I would wait because I wanted to be able to talk in situations like this. I wanted to have a testimony out of the test and and i'm I'm honest with you, I wanted to do more, but I said I won't because I wanted to hopefully do it right and uh this will surprise you. we didn't spend a whole lot of time together. some think that that's your right because you're you're uh related even after we got engaged. See when you're engaged, that's a promise I'll meet you at the altar. And then you got to get ready for the marriage. And so it's not primarily a matter of spending. Now we can spend a lot more time because we're engaged. No, you can spend less time because you know she's going to be there when you get there. And so uh, we were separated for a month. We only had a two-month relationship. When I got my eyes on her, I, I, I got my bead on her. We, we We had our first date in April. We were engaged in June. We were married in August. Okay, she wants me to tell you that we did know each other. You're right, honey. We we did, and uh, we chose not to spend time alone together late at night because we didn't want to arouse love until it's time, and the time was the honeymoon. And so, I was 31 when I knew her. Yes, and I still know her. By the way, we still we still date we stay we date every week because i love her more now than i loved her then and i want to be with her and so uh that's that commitment to date is a higher commitment than other meetings that i have because it's it's central to our life together so you know Neither neither of us I'll stop here. Neither of us put all our marbles in the marriage basket. If you put all your marbles in the marriage basket, you're off your marbles. Uh we put them in the God basket. And then together we're trusting in him rather than a codependent relationship relying on one another and this leaky bucket and it keeps leaking you're trying to satisfy others needs it doesn't work that way. And I love when I I, I see her. She shares scriptures often with me that she got in the morning. This is typical of what she does every day. This is not a show here. She loves the Word of God. I saw her as a single person. I could tell she loves the Word of God. She reads the scripture. She lets it pour over her life. Where did she learn it? From these guys. They love the Word of God. They're still reading it together. So uh, I'm going to pray with you and turn it back over to Dan. Heavenly Father, you know where we are. You know our aches. You know our pains. You know our expectations. You know our hope. You know for some of us hope has been deferred and our heart has become sick. We pray that there would be the comfort of your Holy Spirit here tonight to comfort those who are in a place of sorrow. Some are in a place of excitement. Others wish they were in that place. God, you know it all. You are the man of sorrows. You're acquainted with grief. And when you minister hope, where hope has been replaced by discouragement, would you minister courage to keep on believing that you're a good God? I pray that nothing would allow anyone here to change their picture of a good God, a Father who loves us and wants to give us the very best. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Is that good? Do you guys enjoy that? Good. So now we're going to turn this just into some ministry time down here. Um, And so I want you to to find um, one, maybe two people um, of the same gender. So girls with girls, guys with guys. And first, I just want you guys to to share, in as much as you're comfortable, um, with just just where you're at. Um, And just share, like, You know, I I really want a relationship. You know, and you can just talk about that together. Um, You know, maybe you can be like, oh, I am dating someone. You can talk about that a little bit, but then um, move to pray for each other, pray for each other, Um, bless each other in the season that you're in, Um, and and just fill each other up and encourage one another. So so find one or two um, other people, guys with guys, girls with girls. Also, um, Paul and Karen will be up here, and. Andy and Katie will be up here um, for a little bit. And and Phil and Margaret will be up here as well. Um, so if you want a prayer from them, um, you can come up to get prayer from them as well. So go ahead, find some, find some people right now. Just turn, talk for a, for a short while, and then, and then bless each other and pray for each other.